Hey, hey, this is Megan, and you're listening to the Salesy Podcast. This is a podcast for a modern business owner where you will learn how to build your business while staying true to yourself at the same time. As a sales expert of the last eight years and an online business owner, I am here to teach you tangible sales techniques rooted in psychology and human behavior. Get your earbuds on and your salesy notebook out and let's get started today. Welcome back to another episode of Salesy. And honestly, I didn't think I was going to be recording this episode because I didn't plan for a six-figure launch. I think a lot of people say that. And in reality, you like want to set yourself up. So you're not disappointed or those types of situations. But to be honest with you, this launch debrief actually starts 18 months ago when I started in therapy. So for most of you who don't know, Um, which you obviously don't follow me on Instagram if you don't know, but Therapy Tuesdays are a real thing around here. And I go to therapy. I was going every week. And then I graduated to twice a month. So now I only go twice a month and it's really great. Um, If you happen to be my therapist and listening to this, you're the best. Thank you so much for everything you've done. But I started therapy in May of 2021. Yeah. So 18 months ago. And maybe it's not a full 18 months. I'm not going to do the math right now. And basically I started going to therapy because my life was falling apart. We already know this story. I had a fiance, wasn't working out. Life just really kind of sucked. And what I realized in therapy and what I haven't fully talked about is that there were was a lot of trauma in my life that was influencing a lot of how I showed up and who I was as a person. And I think what a lot of people don't realize about me specifically, because I don't openly talk about it, is that I have faced a lot of trauma in my own life. Um, I'm not going to go into like gory details, but just to kind of give you guys like a cliff notes of it, losing my brother was very traumatic and I never took the time to process it. I never you know, really took the time to really honor the loss that I had faced by losing my oldest brother. And then in addition to that, um, I have gone through sexual assault. I also had to go through a court case and I like roll my eyes, but I had to go through a court case and that very much taught me that I could like turn off my feelings. I could have turned them on and I could turn them off until it didn't serve me anymore. And so going to therapy, I really started to unpack a lot about who I was as a person, what things I was doing in kind of this trauma response and how that was really affecting my business. And I had noticed that I was attracting a certain type of client who mirrored the experience that I was currently having. So I'm sitting in therapy on the couch one day and I come in and at this point we were meeting every Tuesday. So like from week to week, I'd be like, guess what I have to tell you about. And at first it like focused on boys and then it got deeper. And then we started to do EMDR, which if you have never heard about EMDR, it's kind of like what they do when you are really good at basically hiding, you know, your trauma and talking through it and removing yourself. And I came to therapy and I was like, I think owning a business is feeding into my worthiness wound. 
And my therapist is kind of sitting there and he's like, let's talk more about this. And it's like, I have created this, like, we're also doing an Instagram live. So if I have like some back and forth feedback, that's what it is. Um, but like I had created this like opinion of myself in my own world about how really I had to like show up and be this person. And I always had to top myself to prove to myself that I was good enough. And that's like really hard. I'm probably going to cry during this and that's okay. Like that's really hard as a business owner to constantly be proving that you're worth it to yourself and that you matter and that what you do matters. Because like on top of these like mindset struggles that you have, you're constantly trying to top yourself. And for me, having this realization that like my business was feeding into it, a hundred percent made me take a step back. That's why I left last year. I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the way I viewed myself. And it was a really good job opportunity that I had, you know, it was something that I would have dreamed for in college. And unpacking it in therapy, I realized that achievement was how I valued myself and how I would decide whether or not I was worthy if I hit my sales goal or if I did this wild outlandish thing like 100K in 90 days or, you know, chasing a six-figure launch, chasing a million-dollar year. Because to me, that was really deciding whether I was good enough in my own eyes. And I was constantly trying to prove to myself how good I was, even though I didn't feel like it. And I think for me, a lot of what happened last year was really healing in a sense that like, I could not have a business and still feel proud of myself. I can have a business and be a business owner and still feel really proud of myself. But my worthiness is no longer tied to a six-figure launch, a high sales month, It's not tied to if I don't get that sale or if that person doesn't like me or if somebody tells me that they don't like what I do or who I am, it really doesn't matter anymore. And I really accredit that first conversation that I had with my therapist about like wanting to take a step back and realizing that I didn't need a space to prove to myself constantly because all I was doing is feeding into this monster. And so I definitely did take a step back and in that time, you know, I'll be forever grateful for the experience of a hundred K week at Curate. I don't remember if we fully closed it or not, but I know it was thrown around and knowing that I could do that in that capacity. It also brought back this idea of like, what if I'm playing small? So now if we fast forward, you know, we were talking August, September of last year, almost a year ago, if we fast forward to February, I leave my job. I decide that like, this isn't for me. I don't want to be here anymore. And that like my true desire, it's to be back in my business, but to be on my business on my own terms. And from February to probably like three weeks ago, I really just continually showed up and did what I knew over and over again. But I also knew that something about me and what I was doing wasn't working. Not really about me. Let me backtrack that. Something about what I was doing and what had been taught wasn't fully aligning with the consumer. And so I was playing small. I was making these small investments. I was a masterclass here, a course there, 
revisiting stuff I had already paid for. And I came across my current mentor, Tosh, Natasha Zorik, and enthralled is like an understatement for how I felt about her. I was just so consumed by all of her stuff. And I loved the way that she launched and she was having so much fun and her clients were getting results. And part of me felt really threatened in that moment. Like my ego, you know, I had known about Natasha for two years because she had launched programs and we were competing in the same market, but something about what she was doing was so just like enthralling. And so three weeks ago, I basically, it might've been longer than that. I approached her and I was like, I want to work with you. I don't fully have the money right now because this is what we're doing. This is what I would like to do. And this is where I'm struggling, you know, standard sales conversation. And the other part of that was like everything I'd ever learned in mentorship had focused on a system a process, an adjustment. And the first question that she asked me was like, who are you in business? Like, what do you want to do? And I realized that I had like consistently talked about this in therapy. I had talked about like who I want to be and what do I stand for and what feels good for me and what doesn't feel good. And how do I approach these conversations that I have that maybe I don't like and these friendships that are phasing out or situations with my partner where maybe it doesn't feel as good as I would like to and how to clearly communicate that. But I realized in that moment that I had never said out loud, like who I was in business and who I was without marketing, without sales and what I really wanted out of this business. And I remember that moment of just like, this is what I want and this is why I want it was one of the things that kind of started this. And so we get off our first call. I have like poured my heart out to her. Labor Day weekend's coming up and I literally am like, Tosh, I want to do a sale on buyer site, which is one of my courses, but I don't have any marketing done. And the marketing that I'm done, I don't like. I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the way it is. I just don't like it. And I don't want to do it. And Tosh and I are like shooting this shit in Instagram because my other stipulation on top of all of this was like, I want to have it done in the 30 minutes I'm on the Stairmaster. And I'm like, this is a really tall order. This is like a really tall order. And Tosh is like, well, like what stories do you have to tell? And I'm like, well, I wrote this email about how like, Tosh, you call everyone chicken. And I thought it was weird, but I love it. She's like, no, like what else do you have to tell? And I don't know how we got on this conversation, but if you saw my email, I told the giant pink dildo story, which I can do a whole different podcast about that. We're not going to focus on the story that is what we're going to focus on is the element of it. So Storytelling was something that I have known about. I have studied, I have looked at it. And what I didn't realize is that by not telling these stories, by not taking time to expose like myself, and I say expose, but it's a moment of vulnerability. I wasn't allowing other people to be vulnerable with me and the capacity that they also needed to get support. And it's funny because these moments that we like talked about, like, oh, you should be vulnerable. You should tell these stories. Like it mirrors the same things I'm talking about in therapy, like business and life mirror each other. And that was something that like my therapist had brought up, but he didn't like my therapist didn't say like, 
you don't let people be vulnerable. What he said was like, there's a lot of opportunity for you to increase intimacy in your life. And this is going to be new and different. So me being me and like all bets are off. I tell this story. I tell this story to my email list. I tell this story to close friends. It's on a highlight on my Instagram. And what I didn't realize is that what I was giving myself was a permission slip to take every done for you plan that I've ever done in the history of ever and just chuck it. And to take the conversations that I was having and to take the experiences that I've had in the last four years. And instead of focusing on this is how to do it, this is what to talk about. These are the things I gave an opportunity to show up and tell my story and tell stories that related to, you know, the experience. I told a story about how literally I like pooped my guts out in the woods. I have other stories coming to you guys. And this permission slip really allowed me to say like, hey, it doesn't matter how much information you have. What matters is the impact that you have on people. So I would love to sit here and tell you in this debrief about how these were the emails they sent and these were the reels I posted and this was the thing that I did. But like what it really came down to was vulnerability and being very intimate with you guys. And when I say intimacy, I mean personal closeness. I mean, allowing myself to open up and tell these stories that are so important and to continue to tell them. But the other part of it was also like acknowledging that I had never allowed myself to do that before because I didn't trust myself. It didn't come down to these moments of like, I trust myself and I know like it's going to work out. Like when you say trust the process, what you really mean is like to trust yourself to show up in a manner that's going to help you and that everything that you're doing is ultimately working towards this goal. Because the thing is, is like, we didn't know it was a six figure launch. And when I say we, it was like collectively, we didn't know. We did $42,000 one week. And I was like, this is insane. I've never fucking done this before. And that's okay. If it just stays there, that's okay. And the other part of me starts doing the math. And we close three spots in one day. We have a $36,000 a day. And I go, okay, what's the math on this launch? Ryan and I are laying in bed and we go, it's $82,000. We've done $82,000 in a matter of three weeks. We will close 100K in a matter of 10 days if everything's said and done. And in that moment, I was like, holy shit, all these things I had planned for, all these times I'd shown up and shown up and shown up and proved to myself that I could do this and I was worthy. It just happens like on some random day when I'm shooting my shit and I'm telling stories about my ex future and mother in law finding dildos and me pooping my guts out in the woods and me talking about how I was triggered by my mentor and my ego. And it just came down to, I know it's super scattered, but it just came down to everything I had done to heal that part of me that always felt like I needed to doubt myself. I needed to work harder. I needed to do X, Y, and Z. The part of me that told me not to rest when I actually needed to. And the part of me that would tell me like, you're not good enough until you hit that six-figure launch or you do that ridiculous thing and you burn yourself out or you get so close to burnout that you're ready to quit your business. Like that part of me wasn't there. Oh, you're going to make me cry, Tosh. Like that part of me wasn't sitting there and being like, I need to prove myself. I need to do more. I need to be worthy. It was just like, holy shit. If I just like show up and I like 
have fun. Oh my God. Like how much fun did we have? We like shoot the shit for like days at a time. And I would just show up and just like enjoy myself and like tell these stories that like Ryan and I laugh about, like literally today when we were driving to lunch, like Ryan and I were laughing about like one time I overhydrated and I was literally dying in the woods. We bought a camper because I literally almost died in the woods. And that same day, like, oh my gosh, like, and in that same day, I had like an ego death. And the thing is, is that like, it wouldn't have been possible. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have worked the way that it did. I would have sat down and made this plan because I did. I did do that with consistent sales system. And I didn't sign a single fucking client doing that. And that's the funniest part about all of it. Cause looking back, I'm like, oh, I wasn't mentally there yet to take on, you know, we took on 11 people. We're taking on 11 more next month and we're taking 12 in November to do that. And if I would have still been in this place where I was like, well, when I get that six figure launch, I'm worthy. When I hit that million dollars, I'm good to go. When I do these things, this is where I get worthy. And I was in a place of like, dude, it'd be really cool to make six figures. And like, it was really cool to be like laying in bed and be like, holy shit, Ryan, like we did it but it didn't change the way I viewed myself. I didn't feel more worthy because I made this amount of money. And I finally did this thing that's been on my bucket list for the last four years. I wasn't more worthy because now I proved to the world that I could do it because at the end of the day, I knew I could do it. I did it somewhere else for somebody else selling something else. And then it was less about like, oh my gosh, like I'm so good now. I'm so worthy. And it was like, oh, this is like really cool. And like, now I know we can do it again, but like, I'm not reaching for that next goal either. That's the other piece of me that's learned that it's okay. Like I remember literally hitting it and then Ryan being like, what are you doing? And me being like, you know, I'd really like to master like 30K consistent months before I move on to anything else. And really get really good at this and enjoy the process because like, I don't want to like, you know, burn out to 10 K murder myself to 20 K and hate my business at a hundred K. I would rather enjoy the process and continue to grow and like, tell myself how good year four was. Cause year three was phenomenal. Year three was one of the most life changing years in business and year four just gets to be better. So like, if you hate your business, if you're chasing a goal and you understand it, why it's not working out, you don't need to do more. You don't, you don't need to buy another done for you strategy course, marketing method, way to get 10 K. I paid for all of those. I paid for marketing courses. I paid for courses that were going to teach me how to get to 10 K. I like I paid for so much strategy that I could like literally give you 15 different ways to do things. You just need to take a moment and like acknowledge yourself and be like, hey, how can I get on the same team as me today? And like, where am I lacking this part of me? And I maybe not lacking, but where is part of me not on the same team that I think that I have to do this or, or I prove myself through this? Because at the end of the day, like your worthiness was never determined by how much you make in your business or how many followers you have or all this crazy things to do. Like this is an inherent thing that you were born with. And if you're continually trying to burn yourself out and prove that, that's where you're going to get stuck. And that's where I sat for so long because I was trying to prove it to myself. I was trying to 
make myself more worthy by making more money, but not even understanding the relationship I had with money. So I wish that I could have just got on this episode and been like, send these emails, write these posts, do these things. But like in reality, if you want like a tangible step, like (laughs) Tasha's on the Instagram live and she's like, can you come into my podcast and talk about this? The answer is always yes, Tosh. You guys are going to get a dose of her. But like what I can tell you is like sit down with yourself every single day and be like, what do I need to hear? What am I missing? What do I like honestly think I'm missing? And if you feel the call to go to therapy, go to fucking therapy. I love therapy. I'm never going to break up with my therapist. Um, I tell him this every time I see him. I told him even if I got health insurance and it wasn't covered, I would pay out of pocket for him. And the other side of that is like, understand that there's no strategy that's going to complete everything for you. And if you're struggling, like it's just a season. It's just a season. And I'm telling you, it gets easier. It gets better. And you just got to journal. So hope y'all love it. This is actually the end of season one for Saleddy, which is so crazy to say out loud. Um, Y'all have really shown up for this. We hit 500 downloads a big last week, in all honesty. And in addition to those 500 downloads we have done, this will be our 23rd episode. So what is coming for you guys is an insane roundup of experts, mentors, people that I know, people that you know, talking about their expertise, we are going to drop it in one mega binge season for y'all. That is going to be sometimes in November. We don't have a date yet. And with that specifically, it is designed for you to consume, to connect, and to get to know some of the wonderful people in my life. So stay tuned for that. Thanks y'all for such a wonderful season one. I'm probably going to go cry on the Stairmaster now. And I hope you have a good evening. If you have loved today's podcast episode, go ahead and take a moment to rate and review on whatever you choose as your platform to listen. Rating and reviews help us not only be able to serve you deeper, but to bring more people in to learn more about sales. If you ever want to check out the behind the scenes, go down to the show notes. My Instagram is always linked and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of Sales Eve.